All right, pre-show shenanigans. Uh, there's nothing special about today's episode. There's no reason why I'm wearing this right now. There's, there's no reason no why reason I'm why stuck I'm in a hotel right Mary now. Sithmas. Zero reason yeah. why. Uh, but on a serious note, Merry Christmas to the Waterboy Feliz faithful. Navidad. That as well. Happy holidays uh, to anyone celebrating anything else. We are all one Waterboy faithful over here. So we, we want to shout out. We want to shout out the loyal followers. We're almost at 1,000 subs, Everett. I'm not sure if you've been almost. tracking, but I I've been, been tracking, tracking it every single day, every yeah. single night. Uh, first thing I do when I wake up, last thing I do before I go to sleep, other than think about Michigan. But yeah, uh, those are those are my morning, nightly checklist. But Waterboy Faithful, thank you. Without you, we wouldn't be doing this. Never thought we'd even be this far, but we're no, not. No, if you have, if you if you actually ask Graham and I, like a year a year ago now, because I mean nothing really fully fully happened until about a little bit later than this time last year. You asked us a year ago, uh, we probably wouldn't think that we'd be here at this point. So um, probably not. That probably wouldn't have been on our on the radar. On our no. radar, yeah, on the radar. But here we are. Here we are, folks. But yeah, uh, pre-show. You know, we don't have anything too crazy uh, for the. We're pre-show saving today. it for next episode. Let's just put it that way. Uh, we do the, have the some stuff, but it's next pre-show. Episode. The one little mini pre-show I had is the Your price worst. tag is still on that. Oh yeah, of course. Definitely. I just caught this right before this. Like <laughs> I don't don't ever say I sell the Waterboy Faithful short. Let me hide that real quick. But I think we can all agree that the worst Christmas movie of all time, not even close, is the Polar Express, correct? Those animated characters are in I the think, uncanny valley. I, I you think feel that weird it's, watching it. Is, it. It's, it's like a worst. horror movie. It's the worst looking Christmas movie, but as a kid, like for me and you when it, that that first came out. Oh, that that banged when it first came out. It banged. Sure, right sure. Now, but right when now, I like go back and open that up, I'm not. I'm not letting my kids. I think watch the that. worst. They'll be Christmas, terrified. They'll the be worst scared. Christmas. Oh no, my my kids probably aren't seeing that. But no, the no, worst no. Christmas movie itself is probably a Christmas story. It's a good play if you go see it as a play. <laughs> I'm not even sure play. if I've ever seen it. Uh, but, to be honest, uh, I, I, I need a quick synopsis. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty slow. So, uh, oh, 1983. Yeah, definitely not up my alley. Uh, no. Yeah. I, yeah. No. No. For me, if I'm ever watching a Christmas movie, we, we boot up Die Hard over at this family. Uh, okay, so you were a Die Hard truther. Okay. I. It doesn't <laughs> count seen for me. It, as a... But yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Never seen it. Never seen it. I just know Bruce Willis. So it's a Christmas movie. Uh, either that uh, or the it's, Star Wars uh, it's Christmas the winter special season movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. That's what the I was worst. That, that's genuinely the worst Christmas. Yeah, yeah it's not a movie. Before. Christmas special of all time feature. I think that's the only one. Yeah, I think Marvel did it, one but... last year too. I think Marvel had a, a Christmas special last year. Yuck. Yeah. I bet bet Robert Downey Jr. did not show up for that one. He was not. It was uh, Chris Pratt and well, uh, and the he's boys. technically he's technically dead canon wise. Correct? Did, did I use yeah. those terms properly? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know you. Hey, hey, hey! Don't I'm be. Kidding. You know I'm, you I'm use messing. those terms correctly. I'm messing. I'm messing. But uh, yeah, no. Rest in peace, Tony Stark. Ah, oh, who spoiled that one again? That was one of the funniest. Lashawn McCoy. No, that was that was that was Han Solo. Lashawn McCoy was Han Solo. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe he did it twice. Actually, maybe I think he did, he did it twice. Both times. He's like, "Yo, he, they kill my dogs, Tony Stark." I'm like, "Yo, I've not seen it yet, bro." It's like, dude, not this came cool, out literally shady. last night. Like, let's calm I down. He, I think he tweeted that out like on the premiere night. Like, no, literally, before it was like, out. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, and that thing, of course, spawned in with forty thousand likes. Obviously, 
like how yeah. Twitter does it, but okay. <laughs> on to the episode. Ooh, bad clap. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Waterboy Podcast. Today is episode 181, the Christmas special. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to Los Angeles. Yoshinobu Yamamoto is a Dodger. So uh, that's the best Christmas gift I could have got. Other than that, it was my 12-pack of Burt's Bees, which I got this morning, but it'd definitely be one of those for my best Christmas presents of this year. Everett, how did your Christmas go? I'm in a hotel. Oh, why is that? We just so happen to be playing uh, Virginia Tech on Wednesday. Shout out to the Wave 2 p.m. game, uh, EST on ESPN. Uh, roll yeah, wave, did. all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, but but I no, saw my... real quick, real quick. I just want to point out. I saw, you know, of course, I'm following Tulane football on Twitter. I saw a nice little picture of our friend, our family member here at the Waterboy Podcast, Nick Anderson. First picture uh, on the plane picture. Is he like an honorary team captain for this game? I was very interested. So I don't know what I can say. <laughs> okay. Regarding no this. comment. But no this no is, comment. Know, I, you know, uh, I, I, I just we'll, want to shout out a Waterboy no, faithful. If, if I can't say this, you'll the editor will get okay, a text yeah. message and it'll be cut in post, but he's coaching. He's coaching for this bull game. No way. Really? Yes. So Okay, that's that's okay. Hey. So today, you're going to really need to tell me if we cut this out, but if Nick Anderson is the next linebacker coach for the Tulane Green Wave. Hey, what my words were with him were. Let him know if he needs a GA. <laughs> Let him know. Let him know. He's got he's got two boys ready to work over here. No, so. We are ready to go to work. Yeah, ready, I mean, ready I'm, and rolling, but today, I'm ready to today, do whatever so, it takes for the team. So we can we can segue a little bit. This kind of applies to college football bowl season. I don't know how much you have to we say about that tag. So people but, don't know I just bought this. <laughs> Um, actually, no, show it. And then when you do with the thumbnail for it, oh, for the, the thumbnail, tag the tag's gonna be yeah, yeah, it's gotta be in it. Let, um, let me just get a solid 20 minutes <laughs> with this out so I don't forget. Um, but I mean, today we're playing Christmas music and stuff for, for warm ups. Obviously, we started with Mariah Carey. All right, had to bang it. Uh, Nick asked for get down on it though, you know, get down on it. Yeah, I know, I, I'm familiar. All right, yeah, no, no. So, how do I, I we all you- are? We were playing Christmas music. I had to, I had to rip that one out for, for, for our boy. Wait, are you still ox? I am still ox. Today was oh. my official last day of oxing. Unless wow. I do stuff in the spring. Unless I do stuff in the spring, but we'll today was to my officially my last day of ox. Do you, do you want to, do you want to give a shout out to your new coach? He seems like a great guy. He seems like a friendly oh, guy. He seems like I a love, Florida guy. I uh, love coach Sumrall. We'll see no comment? what other, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think. Hey, hey, all I want to say from over here at the Waterboy Faithful, that is a guy. That is a guy is that a you legend. want to play for. That is, is a, a guy legend. that you that you want to be on the med staff for, be be a recruiting assistant for. That that's a guy that, that he's be, on my uh, respect. Be on Ox for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. oh, a hundred percent. hundred percent. If he ever asked me to be on Ox for him, a hundred percent. Coach, coach. <laughs> the hell are we talking about? course automatically yes. second but yeah no no zero hesitation uh but you know what we could start off with college football uh but, that, that's so the let's let's do I this for today. You, know, you know let's let's let, let me start this so um because this relates to you this relates to ohio state michigan you know the team that's always on your mind 
So we're in Washington for this bowl. Um, and this will be coming out on Tuesday. So obviously the game will be tomorrow when you guys are listening to this. Um, we're in DC, the game's in Annapolis, and we are practicing in Maryland. We are practicing at Maryland Stadium. Country. Complex. So I've been at their stadium in their away locker room and on their uh, field. Can you give me and- a breakdown? Any any scouting intel? Can you give me a Connor Stallions deep dive right now? Well, they did still have. Their I wonder Michigan. what Connor's up to today. They did still I have their Michigan. They Christmas. had their Michigan stuff up when we got there, still in the away locker room. Like oh, the wow. whole game plan, every like the like whatever, <laughs> like that was still in there. They're they like had, change all the signs first thing <laughs> they, on there. They had the 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 coaches' locker room still set up with like the Michigan coaches' names. One name mission missing was uh, Connor Stallions. He was not not. Oh yeah, there. you did. You did. You did uh, show me that. I, yeah, so, um, but I I didn't realize this, so I uh, I took a little adventure into uh, their tunnel because uh, I was bored. We got there really early. One, they have a uh, a turtle where they run out. Yeah, they have a literal turtle. Didn't know that. And their little run out hut is a turtle shell. Their entire tunnel is supposed to be like the inside of a turtle. It's like a spot. That detail I didn't know. Yeah. That's that's something I need to store in the memory bank next yeah. time. No, it's like a whole spot. But my favorite thing in the comment I made was, so in their stadium, they have like their championships, right? They have all that. And, it's and they were AC- ACC for a they while, They were ACC. Correct? They had a three-peat in the 70s. And then it stops 2001. And I go, <laughs> I go, well, you know, the reason why you don't see anything after 2001, because I got to the Big Ten, they go, oh, fuck, it's Ohio State and Michigan. Well, I I think Maryland joined in like 2014 in the Big oh, Ten. Oh, so they're just really bad in the ACC. Well, yeah, Clemson yeah, just I, decided to steamroll them. I guess. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that period was Clemson, FSU. But uh, hey, I just want to shout out a little bit. Of I've officially been too. on the same turf as Stefan Diggs. I I don't think that there's a higher and thing. Talia Tagovailoa. No, 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 Stefan Diggs. You know how Ste- what and Stephon DJ Diggs. Moore. Nope. You know what Stefan Diggs means. To and, me. That's and Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers went to Boston College. Oh, uh, wait, but he still played on them. He's, they still played against Maryland. Dwayne Haskins played on that field. So Paris did CJ. Campbell. Uh, I was in that end zone. CJ played there. He had to have because he did. Because remember, he was that was the, the starter really, for really two close, years. That was the really, really close game at the end of the season. Every game against Maryland's close. No, but this was I like, specifically remember a Dwayne Haskins game, which was terrifying. Yeah, no, but it, it it's a it's a cool it's a cool venue. It's a cool venue. Um, I feel really sorry for every away team. Like they have a competitive advantage having to stick that away team in that locker room in the away locker room because it's really small, but um it's like the size of a shoebox. Like everybody is like against each other. Oh, you know, hey, hey, for depending on the team. But sometimes those close environments can lead to tighter bonds. So we'll see. We'll see exactly <laughs> what happens in that. Yeah, they okay. do have to share. Now, lockers, I know. So. I, I know the Ohio State players are sitting there like, "What the fuck is this fucking shitty ass?" I know that's what they're saying. But you know what? That's all right. My boy's gonna be their boys. But okay. Uh, the other college football. Oh no! You want, had... Sorry, real quick. Just one last thing that I have to say about it. Talking about their tunnel. Obviously, I was talking about the that thing is the longest tunnel I've been in my life. So just think about it. You're a player. You're walking down out of the tunnel, right? But yeah, you're, you're about player. to go out to 20,000 go strong. So I'm coming from the other way, right? I'm coming from the field up. So I'm telling you, so 
you keep going, keep going. Like I was walking in that for a solid eight minutes, walking up the tunnel. Like it just kept going. I finally get to the top of it. And it's like, it's a whole like, kind of like a, you know, the dolphins, how they have the whole kind of like turnpike thing that goes down the side of their stadium. Right. It's like, yes. rolls down. it's like, it literally is like that. Like that's the way that you walk up in it. You get to the very oh, top. Ohio State has something like that too. You get to the very it's a top. long walk to the stadium. <laughs> it, you get to the very top, and this is like the players' tunnel. You get to the top of the players' tunnel, and there's a massive staircase. So the players have How to. How many cleats. players have eight shit? On no, that literally, staircase. the players in cleats have to walk down the staircase and go all the way down. I'm the surprised, like Clemson, when they do their rundown uh, with the rock. I'm surprised that more players haven't ate shit running down. No, hill. literally. Like, I see that, and I'm always like, Dabo's always first one out. He's made it all about him now. So he is, he is sprinting his tail off, but he doesn't have cleats on. So he's got, he's got his footing. He's got his grip. He can sprint down that fucking hill. But, like, maybe, maybe it actually happened once. Maybe Martavis Bryant started a little stumble over there. But, like, I, well, no, I remember who seeing was a it? tumble. Who was it? Was it Oklahoma? Or maybe it was inflicted by a cameraman. Was it that's Oklahoma actually sounds... that, uh... Well, that's when the carriage fell over. No, 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 no. Where they had the whole smoke coming out, and they started tripping over each other in the smoke. This was, like, oh, two, oh, oh, three that weeks ago. That was too. Oklahoma, that, that right? That just happened. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't exactly remember who it was with, but... I think it was Oklahoma, because right. they kept tripping over each other. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that sounds correct. But yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, college football. Have? Last little update I had. Uh, I almost had a heart attack on Wednesday. Number one player in the class, wide receiver, not Dylan Rayola, who was also a former Ohio State commit, but Jeremiah Smith out of South Florida, South Columbus Express. Shout out, represent. He had officially signed on film. You know, nowadays the high schools, they all film their top prospects or players signing. So those are all filmed now. They're all on YouTube. And so... Jeremiah Smith, he signs his letter to Ohio State. The whole family is hyped. We are scared. We are nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not I mean, gonna. It was act coming like down to the wire, and even after he said he had signed, well, it was still... let's get there. So after he signed, usually for most players, the second you like sign on cameras and everything, your I don't know parents, AD, football team, I don't fucking know. You fax that shit over to the college immediately of your uh, letter of intent. Jeremiah Smith did not fax over this letter of intent immediately. And the whole, the whole city of Columbus, the whole state of Ohio was on DEFCON 5. Okay. It, we, we were, it was terrifying. Uh, now it lasted seven hours. He, he eventually did fax it in. But the rumor going around is that after Jeremiah Smith signed his letter of intent to Ohio State, Miami did not like that. And Miami called up Jeremiah Smith. Probably, probably if I were to guess, his uh, high school football coach called him up and told him, double the NIL. And he bags, was like, bags. And he was like, wait, wait, Hold up. wait a second, guys. Uh, like, I might be getting, I might, I might be getting four mil right here. And if that's the case, you know, I can't blame the kid. I can't blame no. the kid if he accepts that. So, you know, we were holding on for dear life, okay? Holding on for dear life. And then finally, seven hours later, at around like 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, local time, he finally faxes, faxes it in the nightmare or, well, it wasn't a nightmare, but the potential nightmare was false, red flat, false, 
false rumor. The alarm should not have gone off. Walt, no, no, no. It should it should have gone it off. It should have still honest. been off. To be honest, this is, I don't know for a fact. I'm just speculating here, but it would not shock me if immediately after he did not fax it in, Brian Hartline called him up and said, you're starting. Be like, you're number one next year, bud. You're starting because <laughs> Marv is gone. I'm hearing. Assuming, okay. presuming, presuming Marv is gone. No, no, he's gone. Uh, we're, we're not even going to act like for a second he's saying he's gone. Uh, but the rumor going around is that other than Marv, there's only one player declaring for the draft out of Ohio State. The rumor is that only Marv and Mike Hall will be declaring for the draft. Now, obviously, things can change. If I'm, if I'm going to be completely honest, oh, do we, wait, wait, Everett, I want to hear about the Saints. I need to hear about the Saints right now because there's a lot of Ohio State players on. I need to know about Pete Warner. I need to know about Lattimore. I need to know about Michael Thomas. Okay, what's up? Start over. All right, I, all right, I got I to gotta know everything about the Saints. I'm a big Ohio State boy. The Ohio uh-huh. State Saints. There's a lot of Ohio State guys down there. Uh, let's start off with Lattimore. Is he mm-hmm. dead to you? I know he's a little banged up right now, but... Lattimore, like Everett over here, he has a strong opinion about Lattimore. Why don't you tell him a little son about Lattimore, Everett? But you know that he's he's Adam Thielen's child. I mean, like, no, don't even, don't even, don't even be like. I mean, you know, he's Adam Thielen's child. Now is he Mike would Evans' that make father? Adam yeah, Thielen, but, well, yeah. Would that yeah, make he's, Adam Thielen Mike, Mike Evans' Mike grandfather? Evans grandfather. He owns Mike Evans. Mike Evans. But he's he's Adam Thielen's son. I mean, I guess I never actually really thought about that rivalry for more than two <laughs> seconds. If I'm being completely honest, like that is not. That's right. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to think about the Minneapolis miracle either. I don't blame you. You yeah, don't well, need to be mean right now. Not, that was bullshit. Saints should have won that game, but that's all right. That's all right. No, but that's one of those things where like that's football and I can make my peace with that. And it's OK, because at the end of the but day, the Rams, you won. know who you know, who won a <laughs> Super Bowl. The, now, that's a low Saints. blow. All right. But really, that one, go like that one was effed. Like I, I'm still one. not over that. I oh, hate that's, the Rams. That's by the karma, way. though. That's that's no, karma. No. He he's bringing up the Super Bowl that that Bounty Gate fucking took the Vi- away from the Vikings. Oh, we can say fuck on this thing. Sweet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Everything. Bringing everything. Bringing sweet. the Rams and the Minneapolis Miracle into it. That's karma. That's karma for that. And I will forever. Uh, I mean, that's just not how like karma like. As a concept works. I yeah, know it's, it's karma it's right. for it's trying right. to murder. He's trying to bridge Brett it. He's, okay, but have you bit noticed of a reach that Brett Favre is like? Oh no, he's also the worst people to ever play. But we're NFL we're gonna ever. discount that fact. Of like things. that's that's the one. Yeah, did, wait, didn't he just didn't he just like steal? Uh, whatever. Well, we'll that's see that's the one dollars from Mississippi State like welfare fund. So I would argue that that like okay, here's the thing: if if Will Smith had actually like. Which Will Smith like, are we talking about here? There's Dodgers Will Smith. There's Will Smith, the Saints, guy who slapped people. Saints Will Smith, the defensive end who made Brett Favre his bitch, and you know, the, <laughs> didn't know that was his name, but yeah, that's, his that's name. great. Uh, he also, yeah. They, no, so let me let me they, let me clarify like something. He, like he should have. I'm just like not to wish Brett Favre. On another Brett Favre, person, horrible but, person, horrible person, but. But he's your I was horrible more so person, talking, right? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, I'm not claiming oh. him. No, oh, no. Okay. Thought, thought that's, thought we're that's just talking we're about doing. the Vikings. We were just talking about the Vikings, right? This the one thing that we don't do any, on here is we, we don't get political on here. That's our one rule. Okay, well, here's the thing. Well, I mean, we can. 
We it's, can't. We just don't. Uh, as, as, a completely, can. as a completely unnamed intern does like okay. to do that, though. It's as a completely apolitical statement, I think that stealing money from your state's welfare fund it's is bad. bad. It's bad. I agree. Bad. Oh, I agree. I think we're all on the same page. That's not a political. Not a good thing. Okay. All right. All right. If if you know if Will Smith had like. Like I don't so even maybe a bad hit him a little like harder. That, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not wishing ill on on Brett Favre technically because you know that's not cool. He's a person. He's got a family. But I'm just saying, if like Will Smith had fucked him up even more, maybe he wouldn't have stolen all that so, money. All right, hey, so we back... should have generated good karma for whooping his ass because he's a bad person. Is, Stealing welfare yeah. money, it's bad. It's bad. Maybe it's, maybe it's bad karma to Vikings have as much shit on him. All I gotta say, maybe Doctor Heat did something good. Uh okay, but talking about talking about Saints in Ohio State. Yeah, uh, last I, I was gonna bring up Pete Warner. I know you have no bad opinions on him, so we're just yeah, gonna... yeah Pete Warner. We're we're chilling, you know. Don't don't oh, assume though. I got I, bad opinions on I'm, just about I'm, everybody. I'm doing I'm okay. Doing Michael something. Thomas, tell me all. No, I'm about to. Send, no, I'm, I'm he must him be on, dead to you by now, I'm about right? To, I'm about to send him on a wave. Let's talk about Derek Carr. Mm, oh, I don't like Derek Carr. Derek Carr makes me oh. unhappy. He okay, sucks at okay. football, and he tries to pretend that he doesn't suck at football, and that's just, you know, that's not cool. Olave's right, right? Olave's in the right. Or is he in the wrong? Uh, or is no, he low? I, I see, think he's a diva a little bit. Here's, here's he's borderline the diva. The 2023 Saints is like, no one's in the right. The people who are in the right are Demario Davis, Cam Jordan, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara, and Pete Carmichael. Yep. That's that's just so ridiculous. I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. Um, yeah, everybody is everybody else is like in the wrong in some capacity or another. Derek Carr is very good when you are losing right, by right. three touchdowns. <laughs> uh, you know, Pete Carmichael is very good. Never. Uh, what about Jameis Winston? Hmm? Oh, Jameis has to say Jameis has to be there just for the vibe. See, here's right? the thing. I don't I don't like think that Jameis is actually the 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 answer for the franchise or anything. But Kevin like Durant. here's 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 the deal. Like Jameis Winston makes boneheaded mistakes and screws up a lot and is fun to watch. Derek yeah. Carr makes boneheaded mistakes and, and screws up a lot and it's like it's like pulling teeth. Painful. Yeah. And not in like yeah, like not in a fun way. Actually. I don't know if that's ever fun or anything. Whatever, I digress. Like, it's not <laughs> enjoyable to watch him play football. As to the Michael Thomas thing, like, you know, he peak Michael Thomas. You know, I can never, I can never like hold ill will against him. Okay, like, because, I like to hear that because that he, made, that, that makes like, feel good. oh my gosh, like Pete can't guard so Mike. Good, incredible, and like, oh, like stuff like like it's Joe Horn, like when he did the cell phone celebration, like all those moments, like he was just a bunch of. Oh, those Saints teams are so fun. It's, it's, it's really terrible that I I moved back to Louisiana right when everybody forgets how to play football. But you know, personal grievances. But like the reality <laughs> with with Michael Thomas now is like he just like is okay. Like he's good enough, but he's not healthy enough to like the best ability worth it. is available. Availability. Yeah, like Avela. absolutely. And and yeah. when you're dealing with, you know. When you're dealing with that at quarterback, like you need, you need to have a consistent core. Like any anything you do that like messes with his rhythm at all is already like magnified ten times because, you know, 
Mr. Preacher Boy is <laughs> a joke. God, he's not good looking either. One thing is that, that is another oh, thing man. we got to tack on. Now, now for... we're taking personal shots here. Uh, yes, I will take personal <laughs> shot. Look, Derek Carr. Dennis Allen, is he you're... dead to you? Dennis Allen, look, I believe that Dennis Allen deserved another shot, and I think that after one year, it was very clear that he had used that shot, and it should be taken away from him again. So you, you said at the start of last year, like, all right, we can give him another year, and by the end no, of last no, no, year, no, like, I mean, I, I mean, when they again. when they hired him to, oh, oh, oh when they I hired him you. initially, I thought that he was he was a fair choice for the job to succeed Sean Payton. I thought that after year one, with his track record with the Raiders, he did not deserve year two. Hey. And it might work out for everybody. If you guys fire him, Sean Payton gets his DC back because that Broncos defense went from great to horrible. And well, here's the thing, like the Saints defense, like it's a good and it has its moments, but it's not great anymore. Like, I mean, you guys, I, Demario Davis isn't bad, but he's also like 36. That's where we yeah, start. Yeah. And like, not he's starting a Cam Jordan's, he's a dog. He seems like he's like 36. Cam Jordan's a dog. 34. Yeah. And like, the reality is like those, those guys, those stars are, they're, they're slowing down. It it sucks. And I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to be devastated when like those retirements hit about because like, I love just those need to guys, blow, you, you guys need to blow it up. You keep trying to compete with people who are not good. That's the yeah, problem. The, and that whole division is so bad that blowing it up might still let you guys compete. Yeah. But like, I don't know. We're too low in the draft right now to, to pick up one of the like highly touted quarterbacks. Cause we're like 12th. We're not going to get one of those guys. Uh, and I mean, like, how much? How much are these Jayden guys? Daniels, actually... New Orleans Saints. Uh, yeah, keep them in Louisiana. I I know I'm biased because I'm a I'm a Tulane guy, and I'm not in my my peak LSU era as I was as a child. But like, I don't have that same Jaden Daniels. But I would see been... what's what's funny is Grant will tell you now the whole entire season, for the most part, I was like Jaden Daniels overrated, not good. Not as good as everybody was saying. Well, I'm I, not. I had, I'm not really I sold had, on him as an NFL. I don't, I don't no, but I'm saying for college. I'm saying from a college standpoint, I had to give him his flowers. You were. After you I was were shitting on yeah, him. Yeah, like no, he's 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 been fantastic this year. He's very talented. I wouldn't be mad if we took him. But like at the end of the day, I don't think he's like the end all be all. You want Michael Penix? I big Penix energy. A little See, hefty lefty he, back there. Yeah, he's, I, he's got a he's got a bigger I lineup than Tino. I am like. I'm at the point where I think that the the draft and like player development is so no, volatile. You, you know, to you know, where I'm not putting all of my all you know my chips you know who behind you one. know who you want. You know who you want. Oh oh, Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. Oh Big yeah, Mike. I'd love to see Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike take over in New Orleans. If Michael Pratt played for the Saints, you know, you know, we could we could lose all seven. Eh, if we lost all seventeen games, that actually might that might be <laughs> that would probably be bad but, for Mike. Uh, that would not be good. But like it, I'd be a bad sign. I would sign. love to see that. I'd love to have. I I just want more reasons to like give a shit again. Because like obviously I'm gonna watch every game again because I'm psychotic and I've been I haven't <laughs> She's been hurt a game in like fourteen years. Like I've I've gone through pain that's never getting duplicated through this this organization. But like I want I want it to be fun again. I want to be having. I'm gonna be having fun with this. I went like even the the giant. I went to the Giants game in the dome the yeah, like two weeks ago, uh, and like it was like yeah they won and you know they beat the shit out of Tommy DeVito which was hilarious and everybody was hitting the little the yeah. the Valentino Ambrosio <laughs> celebration. Uh, it was you know you gotta 
You gotta give him credit. He yeah, was, yeah. He was hitting that. Val did coin that for our kicker. Coined that first. He was, he was before before he was cool. Oh yeah, he, he that, did that is some shit after the after yeah. the Cotton Bowl extra point to seal it. Like, put some put some respect on Val's name. Yeah, Grant's very familiar with with that game. But like, it just wasn't even that. that fun. Oh, don't even mean like, it's not that. It's, it's just not that fun to watch them play football, and I'd really love for it to be to be fun again. And I don't I don't know how you solve it because like when you when you really get down to it, if you want to blow it up, like. What are you actually selling most of these guys for? Like, who yeah. are you getting? Who are you getting good like return on at this point? Like, there's even Jameis even... Winston. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, but like his great return team locker room guy. Right. He's kidding. He's kidding. Like Cam Jordan. Sorry, what could him. you even get out of him? No, if they trade Cam Jordan, I'm gonna. I you you have to. He has to retire as a saint. You don't. Okay. You don't get right. rid of you him. You should do he's, that this year. He's, uh, on the one hand, yeah, but I'm also a guy who like very much in line with like I was like Breeze could can retire whenever he wants and it's okay. It's his he can run this ship into the ground if he wants to. He's earned it, and I feel like Cam, you know, 13 years like has the same right. But like even guys who are like like Marshawn Lattimore and Chris Olave who are like insanely talented and like like they're really they are good football players. Like there's enough there's enough of a there's there's that floor there that's like low enough and all these little weird like it's also that come about to where like it's gonna cap the value you get back it's, a, it's also a contract there. thing like marshawn Lattimore has been hurt hasn't been playing as well as when oh, he first yeah, signed that contract you asked me he should be traded so but um but yeah even like guys like like how much money if you wanted to like trade tyron matthew like how much money are you actually or money but like how much value are you actually getting back on that yeah like, i'll be honest that's a guy where i didn't even think of like and we don't we don't we're missing like draft picks already in this draft like we have a first and a second but i don't think we have a i don't know off the top of my head but we're missing like a third and like i think we have only like five or six total like we're not in a spot draft wise to already be do you did you already run out of all the broncos picks no we've got our second and like a fifth from the broncos this year and then that's that's it Um, that's that's some good currency right there it is and but... Taysom Hill. Hey, don't don't forget Taysom. The Broncos will take him back. All right, you can no, get some more. I, that's true. you could you could flip Taysom to the Broncos for a lot, but I don't want to do that because again, <laughs> again, give me reasons to watch the Saints. Make it fun again. Like Taysom Hill is fun. Makes the Saints fun Taysom's again. Fun. It actually yeah, like, that's the takeaway. Make the Saints like, fun again. Make like, the Saints fun not, again. Not to get all deep and everything, but isn't like that kind of the entire point of sports for it to be like fun and entertaining? It's entertainment at the end like, of the day. I'm I'm not as inclined to go spend six dollars on an upper deck superdome ticket if it's you know not an entertaining I feel product you. i feel you like uh, that six dollars you know what i can do with that six dollars a you know? lot a lot i'm struggling to think of something off the top of my head that's pretty funny because i everyone can be you do good, a six i want to be a good yeah. podcast six dollars uh i could get six candy bars like hershey's uh oh well, well, no you could these days yeah no you could no i'm going to dollar general know. Dollar General doesn't. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Three, 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 like, three. Okay. three. Almond joys, sure. Detached from reality over here. Things. I mean, I don't go to the stores and buy chocolate bars. Like six dollars. I think I could get like two, two, three, two. Like, how much did that hat cost you? I can. I can, I can get. get a, can I get a Christmas hat for six bucks? No, I. Not six bucks. Not, no, not six bucks. Um, Inflation is a bitch, man. I could get two nipple top Gatorades from a gas oh. station. Oh no, those are like three fifty now. 
three, two, right, I one. feel like you can spot yourself. One. I feel like Maybe a normal bottle. No, on top I think of that. it's fair to like chip bag. Spot yourself a dollar there just because it varies by location. I feel like there is a gas <laughs> yeah. station where you could look get at this analysis. Could get two nipple top Gatorade bottles. Like I if really, you really look, they might it. charge extra There's... for the blue ones though. Yeah, oh, definitely. Then just yeah. buy a different color. No, like no, no. If you're over... getting, if you're getting, no. For the, you... for the for the price differential, that's still overrated. Like you may as well. If you're doing the nipple top ones, it's got to be blue. If you're gonna get a nippy top Gatorade, like you got it. It's blue. <laughs> you got to get the nippy top. You know, like it could you blue. imagine a lemon lime nippy top? Oh, that that does yeah, not. It's hit. actually not that hard to picture. It's Gatorade in that. This this man, shape. he's weird. Yeah. All right. Can I can I just say say one one final thing about the Saints? I know I just said a lot of mean things about about Saints players and and you know the state of the franchise. No, it's okay. Whole. It happens. It happens. But the reality of the situation is, you know, I derive way too much of my my personal happiness uh, from this team and personal sadness as well, and that's okay. True. In life, we all have things. Things that are at the end of the day, we have vices. We have we have things that are meaningless and silly, and we shouldn't invest as much you know energy into um as we do. My girlfriend likes Taylor Swift way more than she should. I like the Saints <laughs> way more than I should, and and that's okay. I really love the Saints. I do. They're gonna win the Super Bowl next year. All it's right, gonna calm happen. Down. Uh, calm down. And that's okay. This now is, that's what uh, I like to hear. That's Fire why we bring fans on Fire the pod. That Michael. is why. Uh, I don't know. Fire Derek Carr in whatever capacity you can, and yeah, just you release know what? Screw it. Make <laughs> make the fan if the fan base, make, make the Saints fun if again. Drafting Jaden Daniels gets all the other Saints fans super hyped up, and it gets the energy really going. Then then do it. Draft Jaden Daniels. Draft Michael Pratt. Just give me a reason to watch. I think we Pratt might have home. came across something here. Jaden Daniels I, to the Saints. I, like that might be the takeaway from today. Michael Pratt to the Saints, but yeah. I draft them both for fuck's sake. I don't care. Just like I'm gonna watch anyways, but like make it give me a reason make to it actually funny. do it so I don't have to like justify it in my head. Cause this is this is 15 years of pain and you're somehow making it um oh, and nothing's gonna be as bad as 2019. Uh <laughs> yeah. Bill Vinovich, you screwed me. I hate you. Roger Goodell, hate you too, buddy. That's my final thought. Who that? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was amazing. That was amazing. I I don't even know where we were going with after this, but are you playing uh, Risk now? Hold on, are you playing Risk now? Uh, I can be. Yeah, I'll, ri- I'll 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 rip a game of Risk on the. On the Yesterday, website. I came back from uh, a little from, Risk over there. From, and he was playing like online competitive Risk. I mean, so that's respectable. We're gonna need an update at the end of the episode where how how it's going. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Uh, let's get on the Dodgers real quick before before yeah. we kind of wrap up with the NFL. Let's do some Dodgers. Yeah. Let's get to the Dodgers. Okay. Yoshinobu Yamamoto is a Los Angeles Dodgers signed for a 12-year, $330 million contract. Uh, let's start with the rotation next year and then the rotation two years from now and onward. So keep going. Yeah. Let's start with just next season upcoming because Otani won't be pitching. The rotation in no particular order. I don't I don't know exactly the order, but if I were to guess, it'd be something like this. Tyler Glasnow, Yamamoto, Walker Bueller, Bobby Miller, Emmett Sheehan. I would assume Glasnow would probably be our one next year. 
when I he think plays in his 12 one, starts. I think but, he's going to be one for opening day, but Yamamoto will take him over. Like, yes, because Glasnow is going to get hurt by May. <laughs> so Yamamoto will be the, I'm assuming, will be the one. I have no idea how Walker Beeler will be when he comes back. I hope he'll be No, ready. none of us do. None of us but do. But I'm, I'm just hoping that he'll be... So so now the question becomes what happens 95% to, of himself what happens would be to Gonsolin great. and what happens to Dustin May? Well, I think Gonsolin's out for the season and Dustin. They're still recovering. Oh, that, but, that is right. We did career end Dustin May. I, but, I forgot. Bobby Miller's the four. Can we, can we just address real quick? With them getting Yamamoto and Glass, now we might have actually ended Dustin May's career on the Dodgers. Like, We've joked There's about it. There's a chance like, we saw his it, last it, ever it, start. I actually have seen his last start ever. It'd be very good if he could play this year, but in a way, it'd be really nice if he didn't play this year. So next year, when Walker's gone, then, then he we'll can have him. play, and he'll yeah. be on a year later contract. So that that, like, and also, I mean, we can go back and see what kind of zins he's got this time. Oh, yeah. Well, that was one of my favorite moments from the season when we spotted <laughs> Dustin May common 4K. Uh, but yeah, so that's for next season, this upcoming season. Two years down the line, when that guy show he's pitching again, the rotation will probably be Otani 1, Glass, no, no. Yamamoto 2, Yam- Glass I think now Yamamoto's three. 1, Otani's 2. Well, Otani's going to... Uh, he's not going to be Well, ace. this is the thing about Yamamoto. I'm not sure if he's going to be lights out, lights out from year I, one. We're more I don't, so. I don't know that, but the only thing that I'm going to say, the only thing I'm going to say is, I don't think that Shohei, with the pitchers we have, that Shohei will be the ace. I Definitely think he'll pass over Glasnow. I'm just thinking though. Well, let's start with this. He's going to be the opening day starter, 2025. Will he be? Yeah, but that does not mean that he's the ace. He might be the opening day starter, but that doesn't mean he's. But I'm feeling ace. that I. It, we'll see. We'll see. I will see how things turn I, out. I I'm think being a little precautious I, with Yamamoto over no, here. Yeah, I also no, no, look, I, I, I do get not that. do not look don't up look Yamamoto's postseason. Don't look at his playoff. Don't do it. Don't do not look up his playoff. Do not look up Tyler Glasnow's playoff ERA. Do not look it up. Do not look it up. But but my my general thing though is we Otani all has Shohei, never pitched in a obviously. playoff game, so True. we can't track that. <laughs> we all no. He did in he did in the World World Baseball Classic. World Baseball Classic. But the only thing that I'm just more so contingent on with Shohei is obviously he's he's the best athlete in the MLB, best athlete probably in MLB history. And I we're think he is arguably the best athlete on the planet right now. Because no, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Players. But it's more so that I think on a just pure pitching standpoint, there are better pitchers in the starting rotation than Shohei. I would like to think so, but I don't know. I'd like to think so. I mean, yeah, I, that's that's I I think so. I think coming back, Shohei does routine, pump a hundred. Yeah, but so does every pitcher on in the starting lineup. Glasnow does. Bueller probably won't be able to. Bobby anymore. does. And Bueller barely could. Bobby uh, does. Yamamoto can't. Bobby does. He can't. Fuck yeah. Does, is Bobby? Dude, just, Bobby's our is, guy. Okay. Is, is no Yamamoto, shit talking to Bobby Miller. Is Yamamoto 97, just 98. He's just stuff. Splitter. He's got the yeah. greatest splitter in the history of baseball. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna slaughter righties. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna destroy righties. Tatis, oh my god, Tatis and Machado—they should be fearing for their lives right now. 
straight up. I'm not even trying to be a little like facetious here. I'm not even trying to be a little sarcastic, like straight up. He slaughters righties. We'll see about the lefties. Diamondbacks might have us, but hey, we'll worry about that problem. We have to worry about that problem. We probably should be worrying about that problem right now. Probably Um, maybe a little bit. But in two years, in any order, Otani, Yamamoto, Glasnow, Walker will be gone. Bobby Miller, maybe a Dustin May. Or Sheehan. Gonsolin will be gone. We can't. Well, the thing is, I mean, and we don't MLB, know. Well, I'm going to assume up, we'll have signed somebody. You can trade injured players in the MLB. So in theory, we could trade Gonsolin right now. I actually would kind of love that. But Angels love Dodger pitchers. Just saying. Um, I mean, I would take Tyler Anderson or Heaney back on a discount. Yeah. I, I, it's just also. Not, they're both getting 10 mil right now. Shout, shout out Mark Pryor for getting him 20 mil bags. Yeah. Um. It will be interesting to see because the Dodgers will be going after pitchers for those seasons after the season. Um, it honestly depends on like Sheehan's development. True, if he doesn't, then yes. I mean, if you ask me, I'm Bobby, still say we're she- assuming he's going to be a two starter caliber player in two seasons. So yeah, I also, I mean, that. if you ask me, I think that the best thing for Sheehan is to turn him into a reliever. Um, but I'm so sorry, Emmett. Yeah, but I think that he'd do better that way. And I think that that'd be better for the team. Um, but that's assuming we get, we get, um, you know, better starters. And that so, starts with, that starts with what happens this season. The way we talk, the way we're just discussing the rotation in general and has me thinking we do have Otani, Glasnow, and Yamamoto and Bobby Miller locked up for like another five seasons, all of them in the rotation. So, also, keep in That's mind though, Glasnow, Glasnow and Shohei both will be in their mid thirties soon, though. I, it, it, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Doesn't quite concern me too hard because in three years from now, Bobby Miller should be so good that it's okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, like we should be able to make up for the losses in their age with Bobby Miller. And now I'm banking a lot on Bobby Miller here, but like what he did last season. Disgusting. I had no expect. I literally thought there was zero percent chance he could do what he did last year, but he did. If there was any bright spot from last season, it was Bobby Miller. So not play. Don't look at his playoff stats. Don't look at his playoff stats. He but, gets a pass. He gets a but, pass. Yeah. Uh, but in the future, I am expecting him to be like not not like a top team ace, playoff team ace caliber pitcher in three seasons, but like number two guy for a playoff team like i expect him to get that good in three seasons so keep in mind bobby miller's a year younger than yamamoto in three seasons yamamoto should probably bobby no he isn't what are you talking about bobby miller Bobby's not going to be on arb in well okay in three okay in three seasons sure he's on the team uh but he's literally a dodger for another five years no that's what i'm saying he's on ransom yeah but i'm saying saying in three seasons well in five years, Glasnow's not on the books. Freddie Freeman isn't. Bobby Miller could be a Dodger for life and pitching with Yamamoto for his whole life. Hey, hey, now that, you, now that you've turned the cogs in my head, that Freddie Freeman contract, interesting how it expires right when Bobby Miller's set to be a free agent. Hey, Andrew Freeman's in his bag. Hmm. 
Interesting. Now, interesting. So let's talk, let's talk about this coincidence. There, there's still some some. Uh, oh, oh, real quick, real quick. Before we talk about that, I want a quick shout out to Shohei. We're going to speak on his character real quick. I'm not sure if you saw this, but Joe Kelly, who used to wear number 17 for the Dodgers, Otani gave Joe Kelly's wife a brand new Porsche in exchange for the new number class act. That's how you set an example. That's how you set a standard. That's how you win a locker room, even though he already won it by just being himself and being that good at baseball. <laughs> the, but- uh, the other thing too, by the way, that I just thought was funny and somebody tweeted this out, but obviously when he was at the Rams game, when they announced the Yamamoto thing, so, like before, yeah. <laughs> they gave him a Jersey and everybody was cheering everything. And somebody was like, he's been in LA for like eight years. And now yeah. everybody's treating this way. It's like, what the he angels, stayed in the man. same city just just signed with the other team and south, now, but yeah i actually bet he probably lived in la and just drove down no there yeah but I, it's just hilarious to that. me that it's like it's a huge signing right but they're treating him the same way that people treat players who have like gone like mookie going from like the red Sox to la and they're like oh my god look it's it's this player this the huge monumental signing or trade player right and it's just literally the guy who's been in the same city for seven years well real quick another thing i want to point out about that is that they did have a uh, a jersey for yamamoto, for yamamoto at that and he was like game. he was he was on the list and everything and he was like he's not gonna make it it's just showing yeah. tonight and then it gets announced mid like show definitely knew show knew well this is this is my theory so i'm not sure if you quite followed along and saw the drama the the dramatics on thursday what happened but initially all the major players in play for Shohei all had $300 million deals on the table for him. So Dodgers, Giants, Yankees, DeAndre Swift just scored a magnificent touchdown, by the way, side note. But Dodgers, Yankees, Giants, Mets, uh, was there someone else in on them? I think it was just those four teams. Angels were originally. But those four teams had 300 on the table. Yamamoto, he took that, he listened to it, and he said, Oh, I thought you were talking about Shohei. No, no. Oh, yeah. No, Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Yeah, yeah. Everyone had three hundred million on the table for him. Yamamoto took that, so he called up Steve Cohen in the Mets, and he said, "The Dodgers are offering me three hundred million. Will you give me three hundred fifty? And the Mets said, "We'll give you three twenty-five. And he was like, "All right, I'll be back in twenty minutes." Ring, ring, ring. Hello, hello. Calls up Andrew Freeman. The Mets just offer me three hundred twenty-five. Match it. Andrew Freeman goes, yes, sir. The paperwork is on its way. Yamamoto goes, calls up his agent, ring, ring, ring. Uh, we're signing with the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's how it went. So, no, yeah, I did, I did hear that, and it's hilarious. his extra $25 million, and, and he, he got it. He got he it. just used the Mets as thank leverage. Thank you. Well, not thank you, New York, because we had to pay an extra twenty-five. but shout out Yamamoto. Great leverage on him. Great financial Can't advisor. be mad. Can't be mad Can't on be that mad. one. Gotta respect um, the hustle there. Okay, so let's just look at this real quick. Oh yeah, but uh, Emmanuel Clase is now Clase uh, linked Giolito very hard. Also, don't want uh, him. No, Flaherty dead to me. He's been Giolito linked. gone. Uh, so has Montgomery. Uh, I've heard some things about Montgomery. We're not getting Jordan Montgomery. He's too much money. He's gonna be a lot of money unless they want to. He take deserves one hundred fifty million right unless now. Unless they want to take CT. Who is who is they? He's on the. Who is he on right now? Chris Taylor, our team. <laughs> no, no, no. Jordan, Jordan Montgomery's Montgomery. a free agent. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I thought I thought that he was still signed. On the Rangers. Okay. 
Oh, that well, is, that's, he's a free agent. That's I just got confused because you and I had a conversation about that with with Kershaw. He's the best lefty available, Monty, and yeah, because of that, they get to run his value up, and he's. I actually think he might get like one twenty. We need so so. Let's talk about Clause though. So Clause, we have absolutely Evan. Bang. We have Evan Phillips, and he's on, on roster. he's on ARB still too. So we don't even yeah. need to pay him. But but we have like, Evan Phillips on roster. So and I, you were making and the point like how trying you didn't to. Think, yeah, I know, but you were making the point how you thought that we didn't need to get a closer and that Evan Phillips was going to be good enough. And I was like, no, I think we need a better closer. So now I'm curious what happens with Evan Phillips if Clause comes in, what you think? Well, Clause would be the closer. Him. Evan Phillips would be the setup man. And Trinan, him, and Bruce are the setup man. That is ridiculous. That is crazy. So if we could do that, yes, let's do it. Now the lefty arms, I am concerned about that. We just got rid of Victor Black Gonzalez. Cluster. Uh, hey, Joe Kelly. All right, so that Joe he's Kelly. a righty, but uh, like he in can terms be of lefty in theory. Ah, uh, well, uh, but lefties right now, it's fucking Vesia. And I honestly did think that Joe Kelly was a lefty until this moment. I'm not gonna lie. No, he's, he's a righty. Uh, but we have Vesia, and then we have shit. Nah, Caleb Ferguson's not fucking pitching again for us. So we have one lefty reliever. That's why I think Josh yeah, Hader is a little bit more of importance to go after over Clause, but he's going to get a contract. So I'm trying Hader to think aid, I'm not sure if we can get him. Yeah, that, there's that, no that, lefty. I mean, do you want to go get a role this Chapman? Come on, we both know the answer. No, so no. like, there's no lefties available. Um, like Hader's the only name there. You'd have to trade, and he's elite. He's elite. The thing is, of the lefties available, I'm not sure if those teams would be able to give him up. It's going to be so, like it's another be money top lefty. Too. I'm looking at is like Giovanni Soto, Phillies. They're not going to trade him to us because they're competing right now. So, like, it's it's just also you're going to have to give up prospects and stuff. And like, eh. I'm fine trading for Clause, though. Like, we have, I mean, we're in an era right now that we're all in. I hate to no, say that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the future. Like, right now, like, I've never said this ever for the Dodgers. Like we've always had a top worst top three farm system in the MLB. Right now we're I think lives. 10. Right now I think we're 10. Let's go to 25 right now. How the Braves are doing. I, I I'm okay with it because we have just gotten, we've, we've just signed a devil with the, the a deal with the devil right now. Getting Shohei Yamamoto, Mookie, Freddie locked up. Like we are. Don't we also have, are we negotiating with the 18 year old dude in Japan too? He's already signed. Oh, he he's signed, signed months ago. He's been signed. Okay. Months ago. <laughs> that that right. fucker's been inked up for a while. Uh, but, but we'll have him. We'll have him coming in. Not obviously don't now. Expect, in, in like that is eight years. Long-term but... plan. Don't even think about that right now. So, yeah. Like right now. But he will be here before the end of Shohei's contract. Yeah. They'll be playing together. Like we are. We're straight up the biggest thing I'm looking at this year. There are four guys that I'm looking at, and one of the names you're going to... Is Jock Peterson. Puke, uh, no, but one of the names you're going to throw up and puke. Uh, but the first is Yamamoto. We got we to gotta see. I need to see steady steadiness out of him. I'm not expecting him to be an MLB ace from day one. He is 25 years old, okay? So I, I'm not going to be expecting him to come out be crazy, to be honest. When I just heard the first rumors, he's going to be worth over 300. I was like, what the fuck are we talking about, guys? What? But 
I then, you know, looked into it a little bit deeper. He is the only player in baseball history to win three triple crowns after it. He's 25 years old. He already has three triple crowns, which means he led the Japanese baseball league in wins, ERA, and strikeouts. Just don't look at his playoff ERA. Ever, ever. Once again, you're you're bringing down the vibes here. I want to hey, see hey, improvement you were doing it earlier. Out of Yama, Bobby Miller. Once again, we went over it earlier. In in two three years, I'm expecting him to be a number two starter caliber, like what Walker Bueller was pre-injury. But the other two names, the first one, Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux. Okay. We're all forgetting. We're all forgetting about the baby boy. Last year, my two key players were Will Smith and Miguel Vargas. Now one of them. Well, Not they good. both suck. They both sucked ass, and we got swept in the first round. So maybe I was right about the key players. But this year, my key players are those two pitchers, Gavin Lux, and if a we'll see, we'll see how much he plays. But it's Chris Taylor. I want to see what Chris Taylor can do this year as an older guy, an aging guy who got his bag. He's had his moments. He's done a lot of great things for the team. But he was barely getting used at the end of last year, too. The only reason he was getting utilized well, was because of missing. The Eagles might be doing something crazy right here on a field goal. I, I'm mind. not. Never mind. They just motioned out. Okay. I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe what just happened. Uh, but I want to keep my eye on some of the older guys. I was going to say Jason Hayward, but I kind of feel like we know what we're getting out. I would say James two twenty average hitter. I would put James Almond on that list. He could be on there too, but it's if he was a seven fifty OPS hitter next year, we could still win. Um, I'm more so thinking of a lot like James Altman. But I he also don't think he'll be a Dodger. Fucked like, up fielding though, like two years. Like I think we're gonna get rid of him. Like trading for a better player or just like liquidize? Well, we'll see if he plays well. Maybe we have to liquidize him. Hopefully we could do something with him to like go cop like a aging dude. Like fucking, I mean, we're never going to get Cattell Marte from the D-backs, but some like center field, like fucking Byron Buxton from the Twins in four years. You do not want Byron Buxton. Nope. Play some good D, man. No, yeah, when he does play, which was like five games this year and five games last year. But I would DH'd, take that over James he, D- he DH'd for half of the season and didn't play outfield. Okay, okay. Bad name. Uh, but James Altman, I'm not so sold on. I also think we're a little heavy on the lefties. That's my that's my opinion in the lineup. A little heavy on the lefties. And if Gavin Lux plays well, then we we're going to be real heavy. Hitters? Hell no. Yeah, I don't like switch hitters. That's not a dog. I don't like well, Varga, switch I think Vargas, Vargas was a switch hitter, wasn't he? I think he's just a righty. Could be wrong. I thought, I don't I think thought he switched. switched. I, well, I'm not I on could top not of my tell my, you the last time the today. Dodgers had a switch hitter, to be completely honest. I'm, I, I honestly really, I hate switch hitters. Like, they're just better from one side and kind of piss me off when they switch. But that's just hey, me. Dave, Dave Roberts would love that, though. He probably would. I mean, like, in theory, if you had Chipper fucking Jones, yeah. Like, my two-hitter switch hitting, fuck yeah, sign me up. Like, I, I have so much shit that I could do in the lineup. But, like, I'm also, screw it, little lineup talk at the end. Uh, Well, last little point on the side. We're $40 million over the tax right now. We're at two seventy seven, dollars uh, Out of two ninety in total. Well, two ninety was the previous record, which means, like, we could go hit 305. I- they don't thought give that the five. limit was 290, but maybe it was there's wrong. no limit. 
There is no limit in this sport, Everett. It's just, do you want to pay this extra tax? In theory right now, we are, I don't know exactly, but an easy way of doing it, just double how much over the luxury tax. So we're 40 mil over, we're going to pay a 40 mil tax to the MLB, which is nothing. Nothing. So, yeah, that's kind of one way to look at it. But uh, what what was the last little MLB little tidbit? You're going over the lineup. Talk? Yeah, okay, lineup talk. I'm very interested to see how it works out because Otani said he'll be he'll be hitting on opening day. And if it's somewhat based off last year, it'll be Mookie, then it'll be Freddie, then Otani, then Will Smith, and then Muncie, which is foul. But in the past two seasons, Dave Roberts has been addicted to his righty, lefty, righty, lefty, which as a little bit of a baseball nerd myself, I don't blame him exactly. Yeah, I don't like getting their relievers in favorable matchups, but is there a chance we could see now Shohei? He was the leadoff hitter for the Angels last season. Could we possibly see Shohei, Mookie, Freddie, Will Smith, Muncie? Is there I any think, chance? I think it would be Mookie, Shohei, Freddie. Well, that's Which, righty, lefty, lefty. I'm saying know, to get know, a lefty, righty, lefty, re- like. Is there know, anybody I, I Dave think, I wants that, to stick that, to his roots? No, that's or, that's possible. But if you're just going off a of pure disregard, oh, Mookie, it should be side, Mookie, Freddie, Otani, Will Smith, I, Muncie. I I would put I put Otani at two and then Freddie at three because just Otani Otani can he get Mookie yard. home. He goes yard. Mookie can get on base and Freddie if he does go yard, Freddie can then get him home. But this is what I like is that I Mookie's gonna say lead off. He also he has he already has the most lead off home runs in Dodger franchise history so he's the leadoff hitter uh i like freddy at two because that motherfucker just moves mookie over and he gets on base and then we got two guys on for the best player in baseball do you put mookie at four no no no. he he's gonna lead off he's gonna lead off i actually like like i was also going down it i don't think a player got hosed more on bad strike three calls punch outs than mookie bets last season he got right, the the umps, the umps are just fucked. the umps are just horrible last season though like that was notorious like a notoriously bad season. Um, I, I also think that Will Smith. Let's also think about I it this way, right? Let's think, let's think about the play. Let's think about the end of the lineup going into Shohei, Mookie, and Freddie. I think that so Muncie at five. Let's but go I'm six, that seven, eight, eight, nine. Eight, nine spot. Lux will be in there, and Altman will be in there. I think that's what I'm what I'm feeling right now. Because I, I Dave think Roberts they actually might loved, be a little up. We'll see. I mean, Dave Roberts loves putting Lux at the end of the lineup, though. Well, Lux was hitting like six at one point, 2022. Yeah, and then he dropped all the way down to like nine. But look up, look up Lux. Well, I actually like him in the nine spot because he's on base that's when the nuke's up. Base, then but, you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's I would put my do we want him batting last? Like I kind of need him put, hitting in Muncie and Will Smith. We'll I'd see how good he is. Hitters in the middle after Muncie. Because they got to be somewhere. I get what I you mean. Like, on base, the shittiest hitter should arguably be the eight hitter. And yeah. there was a while where the Cubs, they'd actually have their pitcher hit in the eight slot. They'd have Hayward bat ninth so he can get on base for the start of the lineup. That's what I, I... I just, like, I think that you put... I would put Hayward at six. Ooh, I'd, I think I think we're I think we're boost. Well, there's got to be a righty there. Muncie's at five, so so I guess you put in whoever who who's in Chris who's in Taylor. Kike will get resigned. He'll get resigned. Who, who did so, we trade for with Glasnow? 
Oh shit, you're right. Uh, fucking Manuel Margot. He's, he's at six. six. He's at six. Hayward seven. Eight is Outman. Nine is Lux. Oh god, three hefty lefties at the end of the lineup. That's, That's what you're gonna have to do because we're he- like we're heavy on lefty. You can't go. You can't oh, be gross. Well, actually, now that I think about it, when we're going up against a righty and we do have a heavy lefty lineup, we'll probably have Hayward be batting six, Margot seven, and Out- then still Outman eight, nine, and then Lux Lux eight. Lux is just better than James Alman. You're going to see. No, he, he is, but that's why I want him at nine. It's not disrespecting him putting a nine. It's because I know he's going to have I actually a little think, high, like, if anything, Lux might just be the six hitter. And I might be boosting up Gavin Lux right here, but that's my dog. I mean, you right know there, I love so. Gavin. You love you know I love you. Gavin, Gavin Fox. So yeah. I I cannot wait to see Gavin and Walker back this okay. year. Like that's, that's all right. So let's exciting. uh God. let's let's God. get to anything NFL Dustin related. May twenty twenty five is gonna be fucking exhilarating. Okay, let's get to anything remaining from the NFL that we have. I have a list. Uh, I don't really know if you have anything to talk about. We're more so saving it for next episode when we go. Yeah, back don't really this have week. don't really have Jack. Just want to say the Chiefs took an L on Christmas. That was the best Christmas gift I could have gotten other than Yom, uh, Yamamoto. So yeah, what's the Eagles score right now? Uh, they're up ten to three. They have right. the ball. Can't say I got the, the best 50. Christmas gift that I could ask for. Then, ooh, Jalen Hurts just broke off a nice fifteen yarder. Start the second. Did quarter. not want to hear that. Okay. Uh, all right. We have one. I have one list for us today. It is the best coaches of the twenty twenty three season to this point. Last week we did worst coaches. So switch. Yeah, he's on that list. Um, but. So this week we're switching up. Kind of could go for a coach of the year list, but uh, we're going to do 10 to 1 here, uh, and we'll just see what we got. All right. Kevin O'Connell, Shane Steichen, Nick Sirianni, Mike McCarthy, Kyle Shanahan, Kevin Stefanski, Mike McDaniel, D'Amico Ryans, John Harbaugh, and Dan Campbell. Can you say eight through six again one more time? There's a name in there that caught my finger. Sirianni's at eight. Mike McCarthy's at seven. Okay, that's it. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Now, I, Mike Fat Carthy, I love to make fun of him. Now, I know you have beef with him. I, and the last weeks may have put a a sour taste in your mouth, but I feel like going into the season, the narratives. You think he should be higher. The so narratives that argue, people were let me, saying. Let me give you my but, argument. Let me give you my argument. Okay. Here's the deal. Let's look at the coaches above him right now. Kyle Shanahan, Kevin Stefanski, Mike McDaniel, D'Amico Ryan, Sean Harmo, Dan Campbell. Those are all the coaches above him. All right. Kyle Shanahan. Obviously, the narratives are different with the 49ers. We were expecting them to do well, but he's still done very well. People were kind of shitting on Brock Purdy going into the season, including you. And He's I'm still kept, shit. I'm still gonna shit on him. He's kept so. Brock Purdy consistent. He's done well with Brock Purdy in that offense. And um that defense is still doing really well. So just overall as a coach and coaching job, he's been consistent and they're still a very good team. And they haven't had any horrendous losses. So that's why he's at six. Kevin Stefanski is doing shit with I raise an eyebrow there. Horrendous losses. I feel like they've they may have had. The Browns lost. Wait, let, let, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to specifically call you out here. You I'm want just... to talk about how the Bills just eviscerated the fucking Cowboys? Though. No, I know, I know, I know. But I, I'm just. Let me just. This is the thing. Going into the season, we would both agree the Niners way better. Route. The Niners are the best roster in the NFL. 
that. No, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, if Kirk Cousins was healthy, it'd be the Vikings, but yeah. All right, big man. Slow down our roll here. Uh, but be the best team in the NFC. Better than the Niners. With Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins was healthy. Really? Yes. Okay, that's going to wrap up the episode, guys. Thank <laughs> you so much for the Christmas episode. Um, Everett's had a little too much to drink. Uh, so we're going to cut drink. this one off, right? Even worse. Wow, you had a, you well, had an the excuse only, so, there to I mean, get out I mean, of it. Hey, hey, the only thing that we beat the 49ers with Kirk Cousins. Dog, you lost to, to my team. I told I literally said this when I'm saying right now, if we were to put Kirk Cousins on the team right now, they'd probably be the best team in the NFC just purely by where they were at in the season. We lost the Chargers, but Everyone, we figured everything out going take the fan let me cap finish. off. Let me fucking second. finish. You if you want, do you want to hear my argument? Or are you just gonna wait? Start around I love that you around? snuck Kirk uh not Kirk. God damn it. You're fucking KOC in there at 10 when all year you've just been fuck this guy. He can't be play calling anymore. I did. I I, hey, no, 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 no. Let me finish. You want you want to actually hear my, my fucking arguments? Off or, for you, one second. No. Do you want to hear my one fucking second. arguments or not? I've said. Tell me why Kirk said, Cousins makes the Minnesota no, Vikings no, no. the first, best team First, in I'm going to go explain to you why the fuck Kevin O'Connell's at 10. First of all, yeah, I have said that he needs to stop taking over play calling because he's had some bad fucking games. But for the fact that we have lost Kirk Cousins, we lost Justin Jefferson for half the season. We lost Jordan Hicks for fucking half the season. We lost all these players. And the fact we're seven and eight and still in the playoff chase right now, and we're currently a wild card team. Yeah, he deserves to be on that list for better coaches because of the fact of his literal coaching and what he's done with less people on his team and losing your number one fucking quarterback, who is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL when healthy. That deserves to have some fucking recognition. He also has to live in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest argument for him being that. But no, like you can't like I've said, yeah, I have said that his play like he needs to dip on play calling. He needs to give to the OC and just focus on it because we've had some issues where he has had some bad coaching because he has just not been doing the right play calling. But from a general standpoint and what the what he's actually done, given the circumstances of the team. Yeah, he deserves to be there the same way that Kevin Stefanski deserves to be on there because of what he's done with fucking Joe Flacco. Okay, okay. But like, I don't no, think that that's how, that big of a stretch to say that. Well, like, that's I, I not, get that, but I think there's some other teams who have had some, you know, some hiccups in the road, and they're it's teams different than losing right now. It's it's way different than losing your quarter, your starting quarterback, top 10 quarterback, top 10 quarterback in the NFL. In the NFL. That's best way different. In the and, NFL. and best receiver in the NFL, way different. And Jordan Hicks, best linebacker in the NFL. And we lost Brian O'Neill, still has been out. We've lost best Garrett Bradbury for a couple. All right, calm down. Lost Gary Bradbury for a couple of, of weeks. We lost Byron he, Murphy for some time. Like He continued with, starting with Alexander Madison, like, the worst running back in the NFL. I mean, shit, that, that sucks. Yeah, that's a coaching fault. But but now we're doing Ty Chandler. It was a little too late. But He's good. He's good. He's damn good. If, I, good. Were, if I were to give him an adjective, I'd say he's an adverb. My bad. Damn good. Uh, but look. We're talking about the Vikings and just that statement in general. The the reason why I say that is at the start of the season, we couldn't figure shit out. It wasn't working. Then that 49ers game where we came and we won that game without Justin Jefferson, without any like of that, and the defense was playing really well. We finally figured it out. And if you look at the Packers, I'd also game, argue Sean McVay's had a pretty good, pretty good performance this season, but that's all right. 
He already I he mean, already got his flowers. He had a kid. It's also it's also Jordan. different. Like your team has not been injured at all outside of Cooper Cup for a couple weeks. Stafford and Puka was, was for a minute. Stafford played, but I think he gets credit for Puka because he was a fifth round pick. No. Yeah, but that's more on the wider like the wider. But he has Aaron Donald. I mean, yeah, he does have Aaron Donald. So I mean, how hard could it be, right? I feel like I, I just I think that it's it's completely different situations between the two teams. And what about the Bucks? Eight and seven. That Bucks? division is fucking horrible. OK. If if you're going to try to give any coach flowers for coaching in, in the NFC South and having a good record, that's the worst fucking argument. I think Arthur Smith make. deserves a lot of flowers this year. He was on our worst coaches of 2023 list. Uh, that was because of his beard. They're like dead flowers. If you want to give them flowers, they're they're dead flowers. No, no, uh, the, but no. The, look, if you look, if you look at the 49ers game, you look at the Packers game up until the point that Kirk Cousins got hurt. Like that performance alone was a sign of the the tables turning and, and where you were hitting a corner and getting actual like we were getting really hot. Justin Jefferson was coming back. We were getting healthy again, and then Kirk Cousins got hurt, and that was the end of the season. Oh, I had a big sack right there. I needed that sack. That's one point but right that's, there. That's, that's that argument. I just, with Mike McCarthy, though, like looking at all these other coaches. Matt McCarthy. Like I said. I'll give you that. Kevin Stefanski, he's doing a lot with fucking Joe Flacco. D'Amico Ryans. I think I don't we might think... need to put some respect on Joe Flacco's name. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But But I'm just saying, given the status of what that team was and where Joe Flacco was compared to what Mike McCarthy has with Dak Prescott, yeah. And, and we have Mike McDaniel. I mean, obviously the talent on that team is different, but I mean, do you, do you want to argue that Mike McCarthy should be above Mike McDaniel? No, no, no. I actually thought Mike McDaniel arguably deserved to be a little bit up. He he's invented the sheet he's, motion. He's <laughs> Revolutionized he's football. He, he's at four behind D'Amico, John Harbaugh, and Dan Campbell. So unless you think I'd be okay, be, put him over Harbs. I actually think D'Amico should be over Harbs. D'Amico should arguably put, be number one. The only well, I think Dan Campbell needs to be one just on the basis of of the Lions. That's more of a Lions work. franchise thing, though. They but it's have the a Lions, good like fucking it's cursed. Team. It's cursed. The Lions know, are cursed. But we're looking into storylines here. Look, you know, if, if like you want to go and post, if you want to go and post, put, if you want to go and post and put Demiko hey, hey, at two, no, no, this is. Too. I'm giving you my well, blessing. No, no, no. I'm giving you my blessing. You can put D'Amico at two. That's that. I'll let you do it. That's like I think D'Amico even... should be a little bumped up. That's just me though. He's at I three. Think he's... The little bumped and up. I think is he's two. a beautiful man. So I think that also adds a little to it. It's a great looking okay. dude. With that though, thank you guys so much for watching, listening. Raise five stars. You can find us on Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and on Instagram at Waterboy Pod. Make sure to follow me and Grant on Twitter at Everstakes and at Waterboy Grant. Uh, we'll post new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube and all podcast platforms. So make sure you turn on notifications to not miss any of those. We post new TikToks every Monday or every Tuesday to Sunday. Uh, so make sure to follow us there. Holy and, fuck! Uh, you just turned to an automated robot there. It's the just end. like that ingrained. Was fucking hilarious. It's ingrained in my head like, at this point. I guess I have my fucking what is going on, everybody, built into my head. But wow, you have you have the outro credits. Like you're the fucking yeah. at the end of the commercial when you're like. Warning: The following product uh, contains uh, liver failure and heart attacks. Uh, like, yeah, that's what like I'm that at guy. right now. Yeah, no, that's what I'm at right now. Last thing though, warning: Make sure, make sure to follow all of us. Oh, uh, Lakers losing by nine right now. And uh, just pay attention to our Twitter account over the next couple of days. There's a chance that we move uh, Thursday's episode to Friday, just based on how 
my game and time works out. So just pay attention to that. If you don't see an upload on Thursday, wins, it'll be on up Friday. on Thursday. Waterboy's out.